Hey, welcome to uh, Beyond Sunday. We are in chapter four of the book of James, continuing through this book uh, here with Pastor Stephen Gold. Welcome. Thank you. Good job this weekend. Yeah. You spoke on all campuses, uh, either except live or on video, except Danville. Matt spoke mm-hmm. in Danville. He had a pretty similar message, though. Yeah. So everyone listening to this should be mm-hmm. uh, have the same talking points. Uh, your main point was submission. Mm-hmm. Um, easy topic. No, piece man. of cake, huh? I was miserable, like literally all week. I was like, this is, there's just so much tension around this because it's so nuanced and complex and everything else. But before we get into that, I have an important question. What? Um, how's your bracket holding up? One, one week My bracket. So I'm in two brackets. And the only difference really is that I have Kentucky in the final four in one and I have North Carolina in the final four in two. Other than that, I have Duke over Virginia. Villanova losing yesterday really hurt. It messed I, you up. A I bit. had them in the Elite Eight. <laughs> So all of my elite eight are still in, in my most important bracket. So yeah, other than that, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Like I'm I not picked, doing great. I picked Oregon. I missed the first 32 games. I only missed five. Hmm. So which doesn't really matter because it's all about who no, you pick. No, can you affirm me, please? No, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you brought up um, Enneagram. Your Enneagram yeah. score of, of you being eight. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we may be excluding a lot of people from this because I'm not sure how many people listening have taken the Enneagram personality test, but you're an eight. Yeah. Um, Aren't which, you too? Yeah, I'm an eight as well. Yeah. Well, the, and and then I don't know, did you see John Christ? Uh, a lot of people probably went and saw him, the comedian. The, the comedian, yeah. Saw him last night in Oakland or I guess Saturday oh, night he in Oakland. Oh, yeah. he was in the Bay Area last night? Yeah. I was supposed to go, and then uh, my friend bailed on me, so we didn't end up going. Uh, but he, like, destroys it, like, kills the Enneagram thing, makes so oh, much yeah. fun of it, of course. But it's hilarious, so. That's awesome. But you're so our personality types mean we fight for control, mm-hmm. and we have a an issue with submission. Like mm-hmm. it's it's really hard for us. Tell me more about that. About for you, like yeah. what's your biggest struggle with submission? Like what? Well, what go, causes you to react inside against it? Yeah, I'll go probably to two different places with that. So first of all, if you look at and now I'll sound like a weird enneagram person, but if you look at levels of health in the enneagram spectrum. Like the top level is someone who learns how to give away authority and power. Mm-hmm. So, so an eight is so aware of their inability to do this that they become hyper aware or uh, hyper intentional about giving authority and submission away. Which means that eights can be really good at it because they can become hyper focused if and if they're self aware enough. Yes. Which, I mean, we've talked about this a bunch. Self awareness. The the leader in the room is the most self aware person in the room. Nancy Orberg said that once. Mm-hmm. But. But I think for me, just naturally, every situation, I want to be right. I want to be in control. I want to, like Amanda always says, we will do something if I can trick Steve into thinking it was his idea. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. We will do something I want to do if I can trick Steve into thinking it was his idea, mm-hmm. which sounds like just a, such a healthy marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so, it's so interesting how much this came through. And I think that's why this text was messing with me so much because yeah. I was like, Ugh, I'm not yeah. nailing it in this area of my life. Yeah. Have you ever been in a meeting at work and there's like a really good idea being proposed and you're immediately against it because you didn't come up with the idea? Yeah. And so you're figuring out ways to pick it apart and argue against it, even though deep down inside, you know, that's a good, that's a good idea. But really? I am so prideful that I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to figure out a way to change it and spin it and make it. Is this something you've something noticed in me? That, no, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's something I do, actually. Well, I don't know if I do it. I'm, I'm sure I do it at work, but it's more so just in, like, friend groups yeah. where I do it, where it's like, I will, 
my buddy, our Hayward campus youth pastor, Steve Sanderson, always says, you will argue, you love arguing so much that you will argue sides that you don't even believe in. Oh, sometimes that's more fun. It absolutely is because I'm trying to convince myself <laughs> or I'm just like, hey, this is how not good at arguing you are that I yeah. can convince you of something I'm not, I don't even believe myself. Yeah. So, yeah, you're getting insights into how terrible of people we are. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but I think that's why so much of this was, was so just convicting but also uh challenging encouraging really too because i want i want to be good at this Mm -hmm. like i want to be better at putting other people's wants and desires ahead of my own it's like submission we always think is like oh no like lay down let everyone walk all over you and it's like no no no. just figure out what they want and what they desire and see if you can't make that happen for them yeah which is not how most people are typically taught the definition of submission in the church no um, you know, the church has a, has a long history of teaching on submission, not all churches, but, um, in a way where they approach, um, the, the, you, you hit on wives submit and mm-hmm. husbands lay down your, your life. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the verse before that, where it talks about mutual submission is ignored, but even those two verses, the, the way it's often taught is wives submit to the husbands and then husbands be the protector and lay down your life. Like mm-hmm. if someone were to break into your home, you should sacrifice right. your life for your spouse, like right. and die, literally yeah. die. And that's the concept of submission for the husband. But unless someone's like breaking into your home, you're the one in charge mm-hmm. and the wife is supposed to submit to that. And I don't, I don't think that matches what Paul was actually saying. And I think that creates a lot of tension in homes and has cause a lot of confusion for people around the issue of submission. Yeah. So the interesting thing, Andy Stanley talks about this in his book, Irresistible, that the, in verse 22, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Mm -hmm. The word submit is actually not in the Greek there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't show up in that verse, but the only reason, the reason why it does. And the reason why it's actually good that it does is because of the verse before. Mm -hmm. So it would say why it says wives to your husbands as to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But the verse right before verse uh, Ephesians five twenty one says, "Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ." Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, submit. But it, the, the the whole thing, wives, husbands, and I think this is why it's applicable to relationships in general. The best thing for relationships is this overarching theme of submission. Mm-hmm. Like it's mutual. You both both of you do it. Yeah, and it's actually as you referenced in your sermon, it's actually one of the most important concepts when it comes to living. A life life as the follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like this is right when you understand the cross and what the cross means, that, that Jesus is fully man and fully human, that he resurrected from the dead. Like once you understand that, what he did, and then you begin to get into, okay, so what does it mean to me in terms of how I live my life? Like submission is at the very top of the list in terms of concepts we need to wrestle with and actually live out in order to grow as Christ followers. Well, it's, you could say that it's synonymous with like love and sacrifice and everything else that we see in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so much so what the early church was all about, what Jesus was all about, why, why the way following Jesus was so appealing to so Mm -hmm. many was because like I said in the sermon, they didn't leverage any authority because they Mm -hmm. didn't have any. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus was the only one that did have authority he could have leveraged, but he didn't. Instead, he leveraged his love, which is exactly what the early church did as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And I think what we're called to. And Absolutely. And so that's the submission, sacrifice, love thing. And what I love about the concept is, you know, Jesus said, love others as you love yourself, which which is great. But then submission actually gets more specific in terms of how to do that. 
Like mm-hmm. it's, 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 we have this, this mission of loving people. And then he's given us this concept of submission to say, okay, here's how, what love should look like, how yeah. to go about doing it. I did it. I'm showing you the way. And now I'm asking you to do it. It's just so freaking hard. Oh my gosh. Well, that's why I said it's, it's like the concept of submission is so simple. The, the definition, the idea, oh yeah, you just got to put other people's wants and desires ahead of my own. Yeah, that's simple, but it is so demanding. Like to do yeah. that in every situation, to be that selfless, to be that humble, to be that um, others focused. Ugh, there's so many times <laughs> like, get me out of here. I don't want yeah. any part of that. Yeah, it's really difficult. Um, the other thing that, that I noticed in chapter four of James that you didn't, you weren't able to touch on because of time is the concept of humility because mm. there's two verses that we should basically memorize because they're just, they're almost the same verse, but um, verse six says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the mm-hmm. humble. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 10, um, where's verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Mm-hmm. And so in this middle of this rant, I don't know if it's not a rant cause it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, but as he's, he's writing with this passion about submission, he's including the concept of humility. And I mean, I think he includes it because, um, it's really hard to submit when you're not humble. Mm-hmm. Like if you just tell someone to submit and you're like, Hey, be better at submitting. Like they're going to fail. I mean, we're all mm-hmm. going to fail obviously mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. but we're going to fail to a much higher degree if we haven't wrestled before that with the concept of humility Yeah, and what that means. Because if you're, if you're proud, you may agree with the concept of submission, but you're, you're not going to do mm-hmm. it. You're not going to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's even, even before that, when it's, when he talks about uh, resisting the devil, it's like, this is what the, and really the whole concept of submission and humility is your life is not about you. It's not about what you want. So that posture of humility, that posture of submission, mm-hmm. if you can't go like, you know, and this is so, it's so difficult just because it's, it's our human nature to go. I'm, I'm important. Mm-hmm. I'm what matters. But Humility says something completely different. Mm-hmm. And Adrian, um, our Walnut Creek campus pastor, he was teaching our staff. This was a few years ago on humility. And I remember a quote that he had um, about what humility is. And he said, humility is not um, this thing where you, you don't consider yourself as great. Mm-hmm. Or it's also not a thing where you consider yourself really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, humility is, is you're not really considering yourself right. very much. Right which I thought was, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like such an awesome description of what humility is, is like when you're, when you're praying and when you're beginning to go about your day, like you sometimes you forget to consider yourself mm-hmm. like is what, which I don't ever do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how often do I forget to consider myself when I'm thinking about my day, when I'm planning my day, yeah. when I'm praying? I think about this too, not just with praying, but even like our worship songs mm-hmm. that we sing. I got. I should talk to Orozco about this, but but the the concept of always singing I, me, my, mm-hmm. so much of scripture, uh, Jesus, everything was so communal and not considering yourself. Like mm-hmm. this is what the foundation of this Christian faith is about. It's as it's not about me, you know. So I think that's. Uh, I love that definition, not considering, not considering yourself. Cause I'm terrible at it. Prayer, worship, whatever, mm-hmm. my message today, I talked about myself so much, 
So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, well, it, like this idea of being self-forgetful. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that phrase? Mm-hmm. Also, um, Andrew Madsen's used that that phrase before in a way where it, it struck me because I hadn't thought about it as being self-forgetful. Like I didn't take the time to consider yeah. um, my needs and what's going on. And um, what are some practical things that you've learned that we could try to implement to mm-hmm. be better at this? Or obviously we need the Holy Spirit, yeah. right? This isn't something 100%. we can tackle without the Holy Spirit's help. It's too big. It's too upside down from how the world works for us to be successful at this on our own. But what other practical things would you say? Um, hey, this is helpful. I've found this helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few things. I think, first of all, and a lot of this I got from the book, uh, Thanks for the Feedback by, I don't remember who, but there's so many different ways to to handle input from people and other things that you're able to, in tense situations, in any relational conflict, anything at all, to stop and go, okay, take a moment and say this, this right here is not about me winning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so much of it too is, um, prayerful conversations, not, and I don't want to be super churchy here, but when you're super aware of God's presence in every conversation, it's really difficult to not submit to him mm-hmm. when you go and when you, and I like, I like to start days, my days like this, or even conversations like this, meetings, whatever, God, let me be aware of your presence in this conversation. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's tough that it's a tough question you ask because I don't know if there's like, here's three steps to being a better submitter. Mm -hmm. I think some of the things I brought up in the beginning is like not being so defensive, not being um, naturally predisposed to argue. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a lot of just how you posture yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, um, well, I, th- I think another thing is what James instructs us to do is ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is a great, when, when we're talking about, he says you don't have because you don't ask, what should we be asking for? Right. I think James would probably say, well, why don't you ask for humility mm-hmm. and the ability to submit? Well, I think like, that's even like verse, verse eight, come near to God and he will come near to you. Like that's mm-hmm. that posturing piece that I'm talking about too. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, prayer prayer is such a big part of this, but just awareness and 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 God's presence and and just being close and being aware of um, what situation you're in so what one thing I I we like to tease each other a lot um, I know everything I say and about you, I mean we kind of position ourselves <laughs> as, as we we aren't great at this but one thing you do you do really well is you have a lot of people who you allow to speak into your life and can call you on things or when they see you, behaving in a way that maybe is not consistent with this. Like there's several people in your life who would, ha- who would not hesitate to call you on it Yeah, because you've allowed that to be in your life. Which Some is of them I haven't really healthy thing. Some of them I haven't allowed. They just feel the freedom to speak into my life. And yeah, <laughs> it's for fine. sure. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's so important. That's I, I really take what the author of Hebrews says. I think it's 10, 23 or something like that. When he talks about spurring one another on toward love and good deeds, mm-hmm. that idea of spurring like sometimes it hurts, but mm-hmm. I need people in my life because I know my natural propensity is to be arrogant or to mm-hmm. um, want control or author- authority or whatever. I need people to knock me down. And there's many people in my life that mm-hmm. say their one mission is life is to make in life is to make sure my head doesn't swell. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. that's their whole goal. It's mm-hmm. like I just knock Steve down a peg. Mm-hmm. But I love it because 
I'm not that great. But they're doing it in love. Like they're Most doing of it because yeah. they care about Most you. Of them. Yeah, there's a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I even saw you last week on the basketball court. You passed the ball. No, I didn't do that. Like you considered someone else's need to shoot. I was probably tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pass. <laughs> um, yeah, well, thanks for the work that you put into this message. Um, I think there's so much in here for us in the, in chapter four of James and in your sermon. Can I actually just mention one more thing too yeah. that we did, that I didn't get a chance to get to? There's so much in these 17 verses that I would have loved to unpack. And John Ortberg talks a bit in the book, The Me I Want to Be. I think it's in your study guide this week if you're using that about surrendering your will mm-hmm. and how like when you wake up in the uh, morning, yeah. when you wake up in the morning, you've got like all this will, but as the day drags on, you're like, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's just like natural. But, but in verse, in verse, let me see, I think it's 13, uh, 14. Why, why, why you do not even know what, what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are a miss that appears mm-hmm. for a little while and then vanishes instead as it gets into verse 15, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or do that. And mm. I think that's such a big part of submission. I wish I would have had more time to develop this, but surrendering to the Lord's will and like, I mean, even you think of Jesus in the garden in Gethsemane, mm-hmm. not my will, but your will, but that's such a big part of this surrendering your will as you, as you uh, learn how to submit. So just a little extra. You know what? Thought. Steve Madsen is is so big on that verse and taught me that early on in my time here at Cornerstone as we were planning mm-hmm. and we do kind of long-term planning for the church of here's where we want to be here's the goals we want to try to achieve by a certain amount of time um and 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 we would catch ourselves talking like this is going to happen right and Steve would always be the first one to say lord willing yeah and please add lord willing to all these statements because we have no idea what's coming around the yeah. corner and what he's going to bring our way and to assume it's so folly to assume it's just stupid yeah. to assume like we know the direction it's going to go in and we can plan mm-hmm. it out. Well, I think um, that ties back into the motivation verse, uh, the motivation thing that, that James writes asking with the wrong motives and doing all that. Mm-hmm. Like, is this what God wills? Is yeah. this what God desires? And the work to do that, to figure out God's will and to, and to surrender or submit to God's will. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, not an easy deal. Yeah. No, there's a lot of good stuff there. So we'll hope you have a good discussion um, with your friends, with your community group this week. And uh, we're going to continue on um, in the book of James next week. So we'll talk to y'all later. Love you guys. Bye.